First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. He is the chief physician executive at MVHS, Dr. Kent Hall. Good morning, Doc. Good morning. So I have a question for you. Oh, great. What is the largest organ in the body? The largest organ in the body. I know this. I know this. So do I. Skin. 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 We oh, all knew it. Got it. <laughs> we all know it. All right, Doc, we're sending to you. Except people have said mine is way much thinner. I don't know. I don't know. I've heard that. That is true. Uh, I've heard that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, and what I mean is it's true that I've heard that. Yes, I don't you have. You have a thin yeah. skin. I think I've heard my, that you have one. Trust me, my skin is pretty darn thick. Yeah. Okay, Doc. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming on. Oh, good morning. How's everybody doing this Friday morning? Well, 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 you know, my outlook's great with the CDC announcement. I know it's not in effect yet, and I want to mention that. A couple people messaging in. Make sure you tell people because they're seeing people walk around with no mask now saying, hey, CDC said so. But I think my, a lot of people who are vaccinated feel like, okay, now I can see the light. Um, yet it is a little difficult because we've been told uh, things that are much different. So what's your take on all this, stuff? Yeah, so I think, you know, I, I will say that I think that the CDC does really good work, and I think that they, uh, that they are a very conservative group. And by conservative, I mean that it means that they try to avoid risk as much as possible. Um, because they feel like the, 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 the entity and the people that work there, um, you know, feel like they hold the lives and the health of our nation in their hands. <clears throat> and so they have been conservative in terms of giving out recommendations. I think that they are realizing that, um, that, with, that the science uh, really does support people who are fully vaccinated, especially outdoors. And honestly, people even who are not vaccinated outdoors, as long as you're not like in a big crowd together, um, you know, it's probably reasonable to not have masks on. And indoors, you know, it's also reasonable for those vaccinated to not wear masks. It is still um, it is still reasonable for people who are who are not vaccinated that they should be wearing masks because they still have the opportunity to transmit to other people who are not vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and you know we don't we don't we know that it's that's fifty percent of the population. So or or so. I mean it's different in different areas, but you know roughly mm. about fifty percent. You you can't help but think though that this was done because. They're weighing the uh, the negatives on both sides. So the negatives on over here are people not wearing a mask. But the negatives over on the other side are people not getting vaccina- vaccinated. So if you can uh, live with the risk over on the left, uh, we're, we'll be far better off if people get vaccinated. Do you feel like that played a little bit of a role in this? I would be surprised if it didn't. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, uh, it, there, there has to be some calculus. I mean, science is science. Uh, it is, you know, granted, it is imperfect. We do not know everything about this, as we've said many times. Um, but, you know, there are other aspects to it. And if the, science, if the science tells you, you know, as much as it can, then you have to look at the other um, aspects and, and factor those into your overall equation. Yeah. And I think that that's being done also. Um, you know, and arguments are going to be made about, you know, it should have been done 
you know, a month ago, right, two right. months ago, whatever. Um, you know, and and I'm I'm not I'm honestly not going to engage in those arguments because I, I don't think it's helpful. I think that what we're doing now and going forward is the right thing. Um, and you know, I think that you're right. I think that this gives people even more um, incentive to go out and get vaccinated uh, because they can start to return even more to a quote unquote normal life. And what the uh, what the CDC is saying is that. Uh, the reason that this is now, the reason we've made this decision now, they say is because there's enough data uh, so that they are able to now come to the conclusion on, based on the success of the vaccination. So, you know, it, you, you got to take it for, if this is what they say, that's what they right. uh, take and, it for and, face and value. They're, and they're accurate. I mean, they, they are absolutely spot on with that statement because, you know, the the science has been coming out, you know, more and more again over a period of time that says that the vaccine, you know, vaccines work, number one. Um, vaccines work for a period of time, full period of time, still yet to be defined, but they certainly work for a period of, of time. So that's two. And number three is that even with the variants, that the vaccines are still effective. So when you when you put all of those things together, you say vaccines are good, vaccines work. Let's yeah. let's see if we can loosen things up, and then add to that the fact that the caseload has been going down and going down pretty significantly over the last three or four weeks. Then it's like okay, so now we know that we're also going in the right direction most likely related to the vaccines. I would say 90-plus percent related to increasing vaccination rates as opposed to, you know, because we haven't done anything else. It's it's not like we, you know, put in additional mandates for distancing or other other, uh, hygiene things. So so really this is about the the case rate going down is really about vaccines. Uh, Earlier this morning, um, Harry uh, called in and uh, and. So for some clarification, um, when you hear people tout the Johnson & Johnson, they say, yeah, it's only 70%, has only a 70% efficacy rate, um, but it has almost a 100% chance of or um, efficacy when it comes to preventing people from being hospitalized and getting a severe case of the virus. As And, and then you make the leap as opposed to Pfizer and Moderna. But he's saying that Pfizer and Moderna also have that same protection. And I kind of didn't think that was the case. I thought that with Pfizer and Moderna, you still had a 5% chance of getting it. And that could be a mild case. It could also be a case that could you could wind up in the hospital. Yeah, no. So uh, he's actually correct. Okay. So uh, uh, if you get the Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson, you basically have, based on the information that we currently have, you have um, basically um, uh, essentially zero, almost zero percent chance of getting severe disease that requires hospitalization, ICU treatment, things like that. So the 5% comes from the fact that there are 5% of people who will not, um, who will not gain immunity. Um, we don't know what we, we believe that those people still gain or do not gain full immunity. We still believe that they have some degree of protection um, and are, will probably not have as severe disease, but I, I'm, I'm not as comfortable 
saying that that 5% has 0% chance of having a severe disease. So um, it is, that's very interesting because when, when you say the 5%, that is 5% of those people will not have full immunity. That does not mean, and this is where I think we all get confused, at least I've been confused, by the, the 95% uh, for those two. That 5% does not mean it's, if, if 5% will get the virus. It means 5% might not have immunity. Those Correct. are two very different things because they would still there's still a, a, a percentage out there of whether or not they're going to come in contact with the virus. Mm. So that changes. I, I think we're deceived a bit by the, that 95%. Yeah, when, when you hear the when when you hear the number, you really have to drill down to to understand what it means. So so this is what it meant, okay? So that that comes from the original studies that that they used to actually uh, give to the CDC and the FDA to approve the vaccines, and what they said, or to give them their uh, emergency use authorizations. So what they found was that of the there were 20,000 people that got the vaccine, 20,000 people that got a, 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 a placebo shot. And when you looked at those populations, there was um, a, a percentage of the placebo that got the vaccine, and it was whatever the percentage was. I don't have that number yeah, off the top yeah. of my head. When you look at the, at the people that got the vaccine, <clears throat> what you found was that only 5% of the people that got the vaccine relative to the people that didn't get the vaccine, ended up getting infected. infected. So mm. it became um, nine. So it, let's say that there were 200 people that got sick of the 20,000 that got the, got the placebo. That means that only 10 got sick, ended up testing positive for the virus and, and, and had symptoms of the 20,000 that that didn't get okay. the, or that, that did get the Emma vaccine. So, but that, but that of those ten, nobody had significant disease. Fair enough. Okay, I just want to mention. Uh, and then, the, Patty, I'm going to get to you coming up here. You can go to ocgov.net. There's a full schedule Monday, Tuesday. There's a couple of uh, vaccine clinics going on next week. These are all throughout Oneida County. Uh, schedule up. Uh, make your appointment if you haven't yet. Ocgov.net. Just very quickly. And Sunni Polly is walking right now. It says for some of them it's Pfizer, it's Moderna. In parentheses, one of them says Janssen. They mean Johnson and Johnson, or is Janssen something else? Uh, that's Johnson and Johnson. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Patty is in Vernon and has been waiting with a question. Hi, Patty. You're on with Doctor Kent. Good morning. Hall. Good morning. Hello. Hi. I have a question. Okay. Um, my mom is 93 years old. She survived COVID. She's in a nursing home. She survived COVID this winter. But now she has a strange, I think it's a side effect. I'm not sure. That's mm -hmm. what I'm wondering. But she has lesions on her skin that look like, they almost look like wounds. They're tiny, but they look like moles, but then they'll fall off and they look like, and, and then it repeats itself. Mm. I just wondered if Dr. Hall seen anything like that before, a side effect. I'm going to hang up. Okay, okay you hang up and, and listen on the air. Thank Thanks. you. Thank you, Patty. Thanks. I appreciate that. Uh, Doc, uh, what do you think? Yeah, so it, it could be. There are a lot of manifestations, and there are a lot of skin manifestations of it. I would recommend that she go and have those checked out because I, I wouldn't want to, you know, land on, oh, this is probably related to COVID and have it be actually uh, another ongoing infection that could be treated. So I, I would recommend that she be seen and evaluated. 
but yes, certainly there are very atypical skin manifestations of, of uh, COVID that occur, you know, beyond the acute um, infection. Uh, okay, Doc, we appreciate it. As always, the weather is just looking incredible for the weekend and really for the next week. So uh, enjoy that. Yes, everybody. Have fun. Get outside. Enjoy the sun. And please be safe. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Kent Hall from MVHS.